Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 199 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Business forecasting. Will your retail business be sewing, inching, growing, or exploding in 2024? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. I really can't believe I'm one episode away from 200. I've been podcasting since 2019. 2019 feels like a long time ago, but it's been four years and I can't believe it. And I'm just ready to keep going because I have a lot of ideas. I know I mentioned it before. I also want to add that it is almost the beginning of December. My birthday has passed. My birthday trip has passed. My husband hosted this incredible surprise birthday party for me. We're past Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, all those things. And I feel like this is the first week where I'm could breathe a little bit where I have a little bit of space and time and breaks. And I just poured myself a cup of coffee and I'm going to record two podcast episodes and I don't feel rushed and it feels really good. So that's a good sign for December, especially if I consider how burned out I was last December. So this feels really good. My intention for this episode is to get you and me to start thinking about what 2024 might look like for you and your business. This is really, in my opinion, step one of the forecasting process. And if you Google forecasting, you'll find a variety of definitions. So there was one definition that said business forecasting refers to the tools and techniques used to predict developments in business, such as sales, expenditures, and profits. And then there was another one, I think this was by Business News Daily, that says forecasting is the process of looking at past and present data, as well as marketplace trends to predict the company's future financial performance. So there's a lot of data, a lot of of financial words in there, right? However you view forecasting, it's definitely a look into the future. Business forecasting involves way more than what I can cover in a 20-minute episode. But what I'd like to do, especially since we're approaching the end of the year, is to start the conversation. And hopefully, I will prompt you having a conversation with yourself. I want to help you forecast what 2024 may look like for your business because I think this is the first step and it's incredibly important. And this is the high level view. So if you were a drone, this is the view from up in the sky, not if the drone comes down and gets closer to the ground. And when you're looking at 2024 as a whole, I understand that we can't predict the future. We wish we could, right? That would be incredible in a retail business. And there are some things that will happen that we can never anticipate. But oftentimes there are some things we already know now and or we can plan for. 
For example, do you know maybe you're losing a long and trusted manager? Not that I want anyone to experience this, but maybe you know you're losing a long trusted manager to another opportunity, or maybe she's retiring. Do you know, for example, that you have a major surgery planned in Q2 of 2024? Of course, that would make a difference. Do you know your lease is ending and you are seriously considering a big move? Do you know you have twins that are graduating from high school and you're going to be involved in senior year and plan a big graduation party? Do you have an aging or sick parent and you'll be the primary caretaker in 2024? Did you just expand your store and you know that your business is going to grow much more because of the new addition and because of all the new product lines you'll be carrying? I mean, I can go on and on. And a lot of what I just said are things that are either happening to to store owners I know or have happened over the past couple years. They are substantial, right? So take a few minutes to write all those things down. I have a large yearly at a glance dry eraser wall calendar. (laughs) Took me a second to say that. It's in my home office. It hangs on my wall. I've had it for years, probably since 2019. I bought it on Amazon and we'll link it in the show notes. And I think this is important because it's one of my favorite planning tools and I don't think I've ever talked about it. While my husband can store, like he can retain a full year worth worth of events in his brain. And I can ask him, Hey, what are what do we have going on June of 2024? He will shoot off like three things right away off the top of his head. It's so impressive. My brain does not work like that. I just can't do that. I can't retain that kind of information. So having a wall calendar with a high overview of the year and what that looks like while I'm in my office, while I'm maybe doing other planning, having phone conversations, looking ahead, it's really, really helpful. So I will link um, both a dated version of this planner that I have and an undated version. And I just bought some like most mostly like fine tip dry erase markers. They have erasers on the end. And this is like budget friendly. This isn't anything crazy, but it really, really is one of my most helpful tools. For me, I know that once I take this first step, I can start to determine what type of growth to anticipate in business. Because what I do is I start to map out what, you know, what's happening in the month of June, what's happening in the month of August. When does Small Business Saturday fall? When are we hosting an anniversary event? When is Easter? All of those kind of big, important retail dates I can map out on the calendar. Same thing with Savvy Shopkeeper. And then what also goes on there is information about family vacations or, you know, periods of time that I might be gone speaking at an event. Those chunks of time, it's really important for me to see those visually because I need to plan around that. It doesn't make sense, for example, that I launch a new product for Savvy Shopkeeper 
or let's let's say I, I reopen the application for Master Shopkeepers when I'm on a four-day trip speaking at a two-day conference. That would be too overwhelming for me. So for me to be able to see it all on a calendar is really helpful. The next step is determining the level of growth. And I put this into one of four categories. So this is, am I sewing? Am I inching? Am I growing? Or am I exploding? And I'm going to ex- explain all four of them. Sewing, this involves no growth. It might be a year where extenuating circumstances may mean that you simply just want to sustain what you've built or where you'll be dedicating a good amount of time to planting some seeds for future growth. Now, I'm going to share examples of all four of these levels of growth about my own store, or especially over the past 10 years, because we've experienced all of these levels over the years. So for a sewing year, that was 2019 for us. This was the year after an exploding year that we experienced, which I'll talk about in a minute. I knew in 2019, I would be dedicating that pretty much that whole entire year to getting all of our inventory into a new system. It was a process. And I know many of you know what I'm talking about. When you've been open for years, and then all of a sudden you realize, because you have no retail experience and no one ever said this to you, that you should have a really good inventory management system in place. That was me. So I had to backtrack and enter in hundreds of SKUs, probably 10, 12 categories worth into our inventory system in 2019. It took time. I knew it was going to take time and I was okay with it. The next level of growth is inching. And this involves very little growth. You might be thinking like single digit percentages. Maybe you're growing two, three, four, five, six percent that year. 2022 was an example of a year like this for us where we inched along. This was the year we were in the middle of our physical expansion. It was long, it was messy, it was dusty, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I learned a lot, and if I were to expand ever again, I would approach it differently. The next level of growth is growing. This involves just like it says, growth, obviously, but we're talking about double digit percentages, 10 plus percent. And 2020, 2021, both of those years, and yes, those were pandemic years, those are examples of growing years for us. And I attribute that to the sewing year, because in 2019, that was the year we spent getting all of our inventory into this inventory system. And that's what set us up for success when the pandemic hit because we were able to sell easily online and we capitalized on that. So I'm grateful that we spent 2019 sowing the seeds because it was, I mean, it was just priceless for 2020 and 2021. And then the fourth level of growth is what I call exploding. This involves big growth. And I would say, you know, we're talking 20, 25, 30% or more. I actually put in my notes here 25% or more. This was 2018 for us at the store I co-owned with my sister, the year after I left my full-time career and was able to invest a lot of my effort and energy into the store. We doubled revenue from the prior year. 
And let me add a disclaimer here. These levels of growth, the sewing, inching, growing, and exploding, these are all made up by me. The names, the percentages, this isn't anything you'll find in a Google search. I just wanted to give you an example of maybe levels that you would see, especially in retail businesses, and so that you can kind of figure out where might you be in 2024. Here's another example, because this doesn't just pertain to retail businesses. In 2023, I knew Savvy Shopkeeper would most likely be a sewing year. That's level one, no growth. I knew I would be investing time into several big projects, and one was hosting the first virtual conference. That always involves quite a bit of time investment. Like the first time you do something is when you're setting up all of the systems and the project manage, like we're setting up the project management board. We're making a ton of first-time decisions. It's exhausting. But that was a big time investment. I also onboarded two new team members, and I had quite a bit of administrative cleanup to do. I've had Savvy Shopkeeper, I think now for six years, and I just kind of kept building and building and building and didn't consider the systems I had in place. So this included me finally setting up Google Workspace, an official Google Workspace account for Savvy Shopkeeper. So I did all of these things in 2023 and other things that I haven't mentioned. So yeah, I'm proud to have another sewing year. I don't have shame in sewing years, by the way. I think they're helpful in business. Otherwise, we find ourselves drowning in the things that would help us move forward. Now, this doesn't include other aspects, nor does it include all of the unanticipated stuff that came up in my personal life. And I've kind of touched on this over the past few episodes. 2023 was a year, let me tell you. So as I reflect on this past year and look ahead to 2024 for Savvy Shopkeeper, I anticipate it will be a growing year. I am skipping the inching year because I really believe I set myself up for growth by doing all of the things I did in 2023. Even though so much of the work that I did in 2023, it wasn't exciting, it wasn't sexy, and sometimes it was really boring and grueling. I'm so looking forward to 2024. And if I look even further ahead into future years, I think I have an exploding year on my horizon, but I can't quite yet share why I think this is. That means I would have to tell a few fun secrets out loud and our Master Shopkeepers group ambassador and call moderator, shout out to Kate. She's always trying to me, trying to get me to spill the tea and learn all my secrets. And I'm just not going to do that on this episode. And everyone in Master Shopkeepers listening is probably laughing right now. It's an ongoing joke between me and Kate. So if I had to summarize this call... Step one is to write down that high view of 2024 for you and your business using a calendar like the one I mentioned that will ha- and the one that we'll have linked in the show notes. Two, reflect on and consider all of those parts and pieces of that high view picture. Like literally what I do is I put it all on the calendar and I step back and I reflect on what happened the year before and what I think is going to happen in the year ahead and what that calendar looks like. And then that takes you to step three is use that insight to determine if you think 2024 will be a sewing, inching, growing, or exploding year. 
Now, let me add that this doesn't mean your prediction can't change. Of course it can, and it might. But before we start forecasting, before we start digging into some of the numbers and the data, I think this conversation and documenting this stuff is important because it's grounded in some facts and it's grounded in reality. So if I go back to the caretaking situation, if you are now your parent's caretaker and you have to be there Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, either for appointments or for caretaking, that is going to make a big difference on that calendar year, right? And I can go on and on if I go back to all of those situations that I that I shared at the beginning of this episode. I want you to be realistic about what 2024 might bring. Now, I also know my audience. I know all of you. I know store owners. And I know many of you want growth. In fact, big growth. But what lies ahead for you personally and or professionally may not allow for that. And that's okay. You can see from my own examples that not every year has involved exploding growth. I am realistic about my life, my circumstances, and you all know I'm realistic about my time in particular especially where and how I will be spending my time. If you go back and listen to episode 110, you'll hear me talk about this, how I manage my mind around time. Or if you listen to episode 135, where I answer the question, Kathy, how do you do it all? Those are helpful episodes to listen to around time management, and we'll link those in the show notes too. Now, before I wrap this up, I want you to know that if you're a Master Shopkeepers member, we are continuing this conversation in two ways. On December 18th, 2023, you can join the Reflections and Goal Setting group call where I will ask all of you a series of questions to help you look ahead and plan for 2024. My plan for this call is for it to be quiet, calm and provide you with the opportunity to journal and think and do the type of work that we often don't gift ourselves, right? We don't gift ourselves that quiet time to do it. So I will encourage you to reserve a quiet time for yourself, to go to a nice coffee shop, to, again, nothing fancy, maybe just close the door to your office, ask your family members to give you some privacy order your team members to leave you alone. All right, maybe ask. You know what I mean. And then number two is you have access to a really cool Master Shopkeepers forecasting spreadsheet. It's a great tool to help you take goal setting one step further. It really is actually a forecasting tool. I call it the BFP tool, the Budgeting Forecasting Planning Tool. It's a Google sheet that walks you through the numbers in your business, the data. So if we go back to those uh, definitions of forecasting, a lot of it involves data. It walks you through all of that. It walks you through doing that thought, some of that thought work and then doing some goal setting. We will link this lab lesson and it includes a video replay of the masterclass I taught last year and a link to the BFP tool. We'll have that all linked in the show notes or you can ask in Master Shopkeepers and we'll point you in the right direction. That is also a really great um, follow-up to this podcast. So if you wanna take this one step further, set a date with yourself to watch that class and work on the Google Sheet. And I'm going to say this, even about this first step that I'm talking about and mapping it out on a yearly calendar. 
set the date with yourself and commit just one hour to do this. You will find that so, so helpful. I never know what the new year will bring, but I do know I have the power and the strength to manage whatever comes my way. And I'm hoping through these podcast episodes that you are learning that this is true for you too. If you're willing to do the work and not just the data tracking and financials work, which I love and you all know that, it's the mindset work too. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a retail business friend or leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I really, really appreciate it. If you want to see the show notes to this episode, because I mentioned a lot, I mentioned some Amazon links, I mentioned some previous podcast episodes, you'll find all of that on my website at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 199. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.